Dani Room Africa with two RVs, one from Kenya and one from Tanzania, George Wright and Skip Brooks, but also Charles. Anyway, um, uh, the important thing to uh, mention at the beginning is that uh, Skip Brooks and George Wright worked with each other for many decades at the federal government, mainly in the old Secretary of State Department, and that we only knew that we were both at the same time just across the border from each other, I in Moshi and Skip in Kisi, but if I'd known you were in Moshi, I'd have moved further away. Uh, 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 <laughs> and the funny thing is that we did not know each other for another uh, three or four years after we got back. Oh. Uh, 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 and uh, then uh, uh, worked very closely with each other uh, in the old Department of Secretary of uh, 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 State. What were you doing there, Mr. Wright? Good. Uh, I was working in, uh, at the time with Skip. I was working first in Human Rights and then in Disabled Persons Secretariat, and mainly through Skip's efforts and a couple of other mutual friends. Uh, Skip was very instrumental in uh, uh, assisting me to get secondments at the end of my. Uh, time in Secretary of State to work on Latin American affairs. And Skip was, played a critical role in at least two of the five uh, secondments that I got during that period. Uh, in, uh, what I would just like to briefly mention about CUSO, uh, 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 Moshi, uh, 70, uh, sorry, um, 68, 70 was, that this was my chance to do it right. I had been independently through the government of Ghana and uh, 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 the Crown Agents in London got a job teaching in Ghana, which was very constructive in my personal growth, uh, my um, uh, relations in Ghana, 61-63, with my students, with the local community. But what I taught, and this is the important point for the CUSO thing, uh, you know, we were teaching the wrong history. We were teaching the old history, our ancestors, the Gauls, our ancestors, the, in other words, rubbish. So I <laughs> vowed to do it right. So I studied um, uh, mainly under African teachers at the Institute of uh, African Affairs at Columbia University mm -hmm. between 1964 and 1968. And this is where the CUSO experience comes in. I said, and I went, uh, accompanied by my then wife, we're still good friends from the son that we raised together. Um, uh, I went back and at Old Moshi School and uh, a course I gave for the Institute of Adult Education of the University of Tanzania later on. I taught African history, African politics, partition of Africa history in the right way with the only emphasis on the resistance of the African leaders 
the African values, the African things. So the experience was a great experience. It was a great experience because I undid the negative uh, it wasn't my fault. Uh, oh, but, yes, it was. Uh, 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 material. <laughs> so that was a very, very important part of my QSO experience. Um, uh, and thank you, George. Thank you for doing that because that means a lot, even in Africa today. And I worked myself out of a job intentionally. Excellent. Excellent. That was the intent at the yes. beginning. That's the goal. That's right. I've You're looking at the first white postgraduate student from the University of Nairobi. No way! That's all I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. What did and you study? I didn't study. I actually, I, I went to, I went from St. Francis Xavier University where I taught foreign affairs. And uh, so I was an old guy with uh, my wife and two small children. Oh, okay. We were supposed to teach at, uh, at the University of Nairobi at that point, Cambridge. Um, students rioted. While we were in transit from Canada to Nairobi, the Kenyatta closed down the university, shot a bunch of people, and, uh, and when we got there, there wasn't much left, and they sent us up to a teacher training college up in Kisi, up, uh, up country in Kenya. Yes. And uh, the people we lived with uh, didn't have any history of their own. Their own history that they did have was an oral history. Yes. So as part of teaching uh, people how to be teachers, that's how best resource you got are the people that are right out there, your grandparents, the elders, the folks like that. So let's write our own history. So I'm going to get the students to write their own history. And we started doing wow. it. And I organized a historical society that sure enough, don't I get arrested? Really? <laughs> oh, sure, because I don't have permission to do this. And this tribe is very anti the government at that time. The college had never been opened. Do you remember the tribe name? Yeah, the Abagusi. I wrote the history of the Abagusi. I ended up writing their own history because, and thank heaven for the High Commissioner, the High Commissioner stepped in and said, uh, spoke with the university administration, the only way that I was going to be allowed to do this research with the students was if I was enrolled as a student myself. So they enrolled oh. me as a student for a master's degree. I already had one from Carlton. Wow. Re-register. I was just doing a podcast, so we're having people join us now, and so I want to say thanks to you, Skip, for being a good student. <laughs> did, did you beat the Obama family while you were there? No, I didn't beat the Obama family. Nobody came to Kesey except Dave Tarbuck. And, uh, oh, I was in the Obama's village there. He's a little, they were a little. Blue, yeah. Not too far away.